Ladies and gentlemen, Los Marcos are back. We've taken a really long break. In the past 12 months, I've had coronavirus. I had coronavirus the last, I had it in March, but that's not the worst thing that happened to me in the past 12 months. Um, as you all know, Los Marcos went to the AEW show in Chicago last year in August. And that's where we lost our smiles. This one mark ruined wrestling for me in like two minutes, right before we went into, into the show. This mark, we're waiting online to get into the show, and this mark runs up the stairs and demands, everybody, demands everybody's attention. He goes, hey everyone, can I get a two sweet? And then goes, two. And then all these marks, these fat marks that don't take bats, go, sweet. And then he goes, two, sweet. And right there, that's where I lost my smile. I left my smile in Chicago. But um, that's me. And with me, Kels and Oscar. It's good to be back. What's up, guys? What up, what up? Looks like we're back to talk all things wrestling. Oh, also, I lost soccer, which is a big thing in my life, too. So. That's the main reason Viral decided to come back to the pod, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He no longer has soccer. And then to put even more insult to injury, he likes to send memes of the USA men's team failing in our group chat. <laughs> is it is it safe to say that Varos, that guy that like uh, breaks up with a girl and then he gets a new girl and then he realizes that it's not the same so he comes back? <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say. <laughs> well, was, I can't, I can't be alone, guys. I can't be alone. When was the last time? It was August, right? August of last year, yeah. Holy shit. I'm telling you, A man, lot... we, went, we went to that AEW show and that guy just, like, killed wrestling for us. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna... I, I would agree. I feel like... I feel like after that moment, it was like that night was just... Uh, <laughs> How would you say it was the mecca of markiness? Yeah. Because there was like that group of guys that was calling the show in front of us. Uh. And then there was people that couldn't sit down and there were a bunch of fat, sweaty people yelling too sweet. And I was like, yo, I, I was just like, yo, I'm not, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it was, it was really bad. Oscar was like marking out the whole time. He was the only one having fun. Oh, well, he had an amazing time. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care. He had a great time. <laughs> we thought at one point we thought Oscar was having a seizure, but he was trying to mimic Kenny Omega's uh, hand gestures. <laughs> Shout oh, yeah, out to Santana and Ortiz because they're the they did um, realize when we were shouting out LAX while everyone else at the arena was quiet because they hate New York. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, also, and uh, Earl Hebner. Yeah. Us, yeah. Oh it, yeah. <laughs> If you guys want to know why Earl Hebner was so mad at fans and who started the You Screwed Bread chants, it was us. And guess what, Earl Hebner? I will chant that until the day you die. And then guess what? I'm still going to fucking chant it. We actually had pretty good seats for that show. Like, I remember, I wasn't expecting out, we were in like, Yeah, we were in like, what, row like eight or something? Like eight right there? It was six, row six. Row six, damn, yeah. I didn't think they were, when we got there, I was like, holy shit. They're really good. Well, it's, be, it's because I know how to internet. Hey, Kels, 
we 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 sat closer at the AEW show than we did at our wrestling shows at La Boom. So <laughs> yeah, but that's just because when we leave it to you to buy the tickets, you're like twenty dollar tickets or forty dollar tickets. You want to stand at, at at wrestling shows? What the fuck? <laughs> I I like you gotta be ready. I like to, to be with the people. Times or something. I gotta be with the people. No, Oscar just wants to leave money so he can eat more patelitos on a boom. That's what it is. <laughs> Cannot confirm. Game, though. <laughs> yeah, if, if you've never been to La Boom, you need to go. I would say tell him I sent you, but this ain't 2015, so just eat some patelitos and have a good time. Speaking of not knowing how to internet, the last time I was successful on the sneakers app was 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 2015, bro? Yeah, I haven't I haven't been able to cop any hype release at, at retail since then. And that was the Shattered Backwards. I think my greatest sneakers at uh, W was uh, Oscar knows, uh, Camp Smith. It's like upstate. It's in the middle of nowhere. I was at Camp Smith. I had two bars on my phone. I was able to get the Off-White Vapor Max somehow, some way. My greatest was the... 88 threes with the Nike Air on the back, but that wasn't even me that got them. That was Joshua, so shout out to him. My greatest victory was probably the fives this past <laughs> this, this past month, and that was because of me. Mm-hmm. That was because of Kels. So my greatest victory by myself was I don't know, probably the Olive Nines in 2013. <laughs> For anybody who listens to this pod who does like to collect sneakers or buy sneakers, please download the J23 app. It's three dollars, but it's worth it. Yeah, it, it fast tracks you to the checkout, so. which is what we all need as sneakerheads. And if you're not a sneakerhead, or if you're thirty years old and just becoming a sneakerhead, then <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Well, you you know who you are. It's like a bot without a bot, but oh uh, yeah, um, that was I was you know I was actually gonna ask you guys about that in the group chat, but it doesn't have to do with wrestling. But it's like is being a like, like do you do you feel like people who call themselves sneakerheads are just like because for, for, first of all, that phrase didn't exist back then. That was not a thing. That phrase was not real. High beast was not a phrase. Sneakerhead was a phrase. But I feel like everybody now is a sneakerhead. Just as capitalism does, it ruins everything. I, 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 I'm very tired of it. Especially complex and their content of like, hey, look at this famous person's closet and their $40,000 collection. Yeah, of not, course you have a, a forty. Yeah. Of course you have a $40,000 collection. It's You're rich. Flex. You're rich. Yeah. You shouldn't have a clock. You shouldn't have cars, not. I don't know. Nah, because yeah. then if you have cars, they find out where you are. <laughs> <laughs> or in the words of kind of MAGA Kanye West, America is for sale, <laughs> and there's a lot of barren property to purchase. Please buy land, ladies and gentlemen. Ownership is the new ownership. So just remember that. But. All right, let's let's get back to wrestling, and I mean the world in general. Right now, we're in the freaking quarantine. Wrestling has no fans. Kind of, kind of like it a little more like that. I've watched probably more wrestling since they haven't had fans than I did before, probably in the last year. I don't know because this way they don't influence like how promos go, how promos go, like they. It's not about the crowd anymore, you know? You allow wrestlers to get over if, if they can, you know? Now now is the time. If you're going to get over, get over right now. 
Because when you come back, the crowd's going to be hot for everybody, no matter what. But if you can get, you know, get gen- generate some buzz online on Twitter for yourself right now, then you made it. Shout out to the OG internet champion, uh, Zack Ryder, who's no longer with the company. But, um, yeah, I don't know what you guys think. What, wrestling with no crowds, is it for you guys or not? Hmm. All right. Um... First of all, I find it very funny that you say that it's not about the crowd, as if Vince McMahon cares about the crowd. That's number one. Well, they always uh, try to like hijack shows. Well, yeah, with the with the with and the it's balloon. Annoying. That's one of the things that like kind of turned me off from wrestling too. Like these crowds that want to make it about themselves. It's like annoying. I would have to say that no fan in um, sports, whether it be. WWE or UFC, and then I even watched some Korean Baseball League. I think it's very good. I think it's better, especially for some reason wrestling. It's it's gotten better. The promos are better. They're more personal. Um, it's kind of feels like an actual TV show now and not just like sports entertainment. You know, the, I feel like the kayfabe feels a little more is a more effective now that the arena is empty because now they have to really sell it. And I think overall the matches have been really good. Plus, you know, it helps that Drew McIntyre's Claymore sounds really nice in an empty arena. So, and just to let everybody know, I am 100% a Drew McIntyre mark. And I like the fact that he's very polite every time he's on TV. Uh, I've been one to... Sh- <laughs> I, I've been shitting on Drew McIntyre probably for the better part of a decade. <laughs> the only time I liked him was when he was in Three Man Band because... Let's be honest, they are a top 10 stable in WWE history. You Whoa. know my at. If you have any issues, find me on the on the internet. Mind you, the Four Horsemen, the NWO, the Filthy Animals, or WCW thing. <laughs> Nothing to do with WWE. But um, I, I feel, I, I also enjoy the empty arena matches. Like the guys have talked about, it's, it's great to see the promos. But my issue is, Remember, everything right now is taped for the most part. So if they mess up on promos, all this other stuff, they can just go back and cut it again. I'm interested to see if these guys that have been cutting decent promos now, such as Andrade. I mean, he's wor- he Vince told him to learn English, and he's really been busting his ass, and you can tell. Uh, Zelina only talks for him like 75% of the time instead of 99%. I just want to know where it goes once we go back to live. If we go back to live within the next couple of months. Well, they'll probably go back live, right? Because Florida is probably one of the looser states when it comes to their um, social distancing stuff. And they'll probably yeah. stay at the performance center for the foreseeable future. Yeah, Florida, Florida is like Texas. They just do what they want. Yeah, but you mentioned that, Osvet. You know, if you fuck up, you can just re-record it. But, you know, there's there's an exception to that rule. And her name is Nia Jax. And you saw it in the Money in the Bank match where she botched that uh, Gorilla Press Slam on Lacey Evans. You know how trash you gotta be that you can re-record a move and eventually the production team was probably like, fuck it, this is the least botchy one out of all our takes. They just wanted to get it over with. Well, remember, she did the she botched the Gorilla Press... And then she grabbed Lacey Evans and I guess was supposed to throw her the ring. But the way she did it, she didn't like throw her on her shoulder. She like threw Lacey Evans head into the head first into the floor. 
And then Lacey rolled out the ring. She's see, I don't know why she she has like Tamina actually at least looked good during the pay per view, but Nia Jax just looked freaking terrible. But this is what I'm saying. Like you can re-record all those <laughs> segments, and you know the production team's like this is gonna take too long. Like fuck it, leave it in. But do you think they did multiple endings for matches? Because I I don't think they. I, I think WrestleMania was the only one where they did the multiple ma- matches though. No, yeah, I mean they could just be like, yo, let's run that again. But yeah, I don't think they did multiple endings for these. These are probably just one shots. At least the endings. But I don't know. Because the you guys want to just dive right into Money in the Bank, talk about the whole event. Well, I think you should call it what what the Marcos have trademarked that pay per view. Oh, sure. since since the inauguration of Los Marcos podcast last year, we called it Chicanery in the Bank. This year, Chicanery in the Bank Part Two, or two, just two, no part. <laughs> Are we changing it? To, uh, is, should it be called Chicanery in the Bank this year? Because I think it should be called Thick Boys in the Bank <laughs> because yeah. of who won from the male side. Yeah, nah, we're 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 still calling it Thick Boys. It, it will just be in the in the description of the episode. <laughs> I mean, this is all sh- all the chicanery in the world, I, and and I like these um, <laughs> cinematic matches we've been having. Like we we didn't talk about the fun uh, house match at WrestleMania and the. Was it the Bone Skull match? Bone Yard match? Yeah, Bone Yard. I'm 100% with these uh, with these matches this way. Like Cassie said, you made a hot line. I made it a hot song. <laughs> That's what I feel, Matt Hardy. You started this. WWE made it better, baby. Uh, I don't know about that. Last the time. first, the first match. What what was his thing called in TNA? The D- deletion matches, whatever. Yeah, the first one he had in TNA. That that thing was awesome. Um, I'm all about money, Matt. And if it ain't money, Matt, <laughs> it don't make sense, baby. <laughs> but no, like the, the the cinematic matches are like perfect to like hide wrestlers like the Undertaker. Like this guy can't go in the ring anymore. But that cinematic match he had, that shit was dope. Probably his best match ever. Yeah, but I think we're getting we're we're getting to that point because I was watching it, and I was like, because first of all, that pay per view I don't know if you guys noticed it ended super fucking early. Yeah, it ended last, like nine thirty, I think. Last right? dance is on, baby. Last yeah. dance is on. Money in the bank. It don't matter. Money in the bank was like nine twenty nine thirty. Oh, by the way, listen, all, all anybody who who watches Last Dance, and and and. and you know, is is acting like they like they know something new, and I don't want to be a gatekeeper, but let's be honest. Last Dance is for like fifteen and twenty year olds who don't know anything about Jordan. That's really what it's about. It's nice to see behind the scenes stuff that Jordan did not allow until recent until this. What are you release. talking about? If you if you saw Jordan to the Max, and then if you bought the Jordan to the Max DVD, all of that special feature stuff that's on the Last Dance, most of that footage is on there. Most. Most of it is on there. I need to see him playing with his security guard. And everybody knows and everybody knows who knows about the Jordan to the Max DVD. It was a six disc DVD set that had one DVD that was the entire movie and then it had five CDs that it was Michael Jordan's best passes, best dunks, best layups, best steals, best blocks, best jump shots, and separate CDs, plus guest commentary, plus a bunch of other footage. My first and, DVD player was a PS2, so I can't relate. I had a, I had a DVD player, but <laughs> but you know, 
I, I, you know, last dance. Like, first of all, it ended at 9.30, right? So it was like, I, when Money in the Bank ended, I was like, that's it, it's over. But then I feel like we got some cinematic matches at WrestleMania. We got two of them, right? They just did another one at Money in the Bank. I don't think that they should do another one at the next pay-per-view, but you know that's going to happen. Because I think the, if they keep it to one per pay-per-view, I don't mind, honestly. Because I don't think they should do it every pay-per-view, though. I think, I think Fiend versus Strowman would be much better as a cinematic match, as we saw at Money in the Bank. Because that was the first thing I... I sorry for skipping ahead on the matches, but that was the first thing I mentioned in the group chat. I'm like, why is it Bray Wyatt and not The Fiend? So they're probably saving The Fiend in a cinematic match against uh, Braun Strowman. Well, we all know how we we I think we kind of feel about Braun that that match. It was a, you know, you talk about five moves of doom, five moves of doom. He had like three moves of doom, and it was that that, that wasn't a good match at all. You want to start from the beginning of the card, though, gents? Um, sure. Let me go off the top of my head. The tag team match started off the show. Yeah, because the pre match, the pre match right. was Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. Uh, what do you, uh, how do you, you, are you okay with them giving Jeff Hardy another run? Like, no, no, uh, perk, perk no, Hardy? I'm not. Yeah. I think after CM Punk, the hacker, as we all know, uh, buried him. That should have been it. I, I think Jeff Hardy is a great wrestler, but man's got 800 shots, and Muhammad Hassan is somewhere upstate <laughs> as a school principal, and I feel like that's the biggest crime in the world. But bro, Hardy's so washed too now. Like, he does the whisper in the wind, and like one day he's gonna either kill himself or he's just gonna like knee somebody on top of the head and kill them. Like, he Accurate. doesn't have it anymore. So then let's get to the the fatal four way match. It's like I'm not sure if he's drunk or and high or like it's just Jeff Hardy. Like you know, Aww. did he go back to the TNA <laughs> days or I don't know or sober Hardy? Eh. <laughs> But yeah, let's go to the main card. Um, tag team match, New Day versus Lucha House Party and the Forgotten Sons. Uh, hey, Ho hey. And Miz ho, and Morrison, ho. right? Miz and Morrison. <laughs> so it's a Fatal 4-Way. Fatal 4-Way tag team match. Um, good match. It was just like, kind of quick. Yeah, I didn't mind it, though. I, I thought the Forgotten Sons were going to go over, and I know, Oscar, you love, you love their gimmick. I love the angry <laughs> veteran gimmick. It's me exactly, except I don't wear uh, leather pants. I wear leather Jordans. But other than that, I can get behind the gimmick 100%. When when they came out, I thought to myself, um, who, who are these quarantine protesters that are just went to the arena? <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, Hailing from North Carolina. That we thought. But, y'all know, but, but y'all know me. I'm always happy when the black guys win. So shout out to the New Day for keeping the titles. But Lucha House Party has really impressed me lately. <laughs> yeah, they've been good. They, thankfully, they're no longer used as a comedy team. I love that uh, Grand Metalik looked like Huvitu Guerrero. I know he was. it was an honor of um, why am I drawing a black right now? This is embarrassing. Jushin Thunder Liger. But it, it just ended up looking like Kuchu Guerrero. But every all eight men in this match did their thing. Yeah, I like I like Lucha House Party. Um, I don't know what's, what's up with Kalisto. The he hasn't been wrestling. Uh, he's injured. Oh, is he? Okay. Lens Lens Dorado looked really good in that match, though. So. Well, remember when they my... had? Well, we 
yeah, we weren't recording, but they they kind of sh- shined in the elimination chamber match too. Remember that flip oh, yeah, he did yeah, off yeah. the top of the chamber? That shit was dope. So they get you know they get spots and they shine, but nothing really ever happens after. Well, at least we know that Vince likes them because they didn't get fired. So, you know, that's true. Maybe that. Oh, was we just still we still haven't talked about the the mass mass the exodus. Layoffs. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> next up, next up in a squash match was the young up and comer R Truth versus <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with Lashley. I've, I'm the only one on this pod who's a big Lashley person, but I, maybe this seeming up with MVP right now will help him out. I still feel like Leo Rush was the best thing that happened to Bobby Lashley's WWE career. All right, I'm I'm here to admit that I was wrong about Leo Rush and Bobby the Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley gimmick. Um, you know, we had the best incarnation. <laughs> we had the best incarnation of Bobby Lashley, and I did not appreciate it. So, I'm here to apologize. But He's yeah, wearing tights now. So I don't know what's wrong with Lashley now, but show him the pose, Bobby Lashley, with the greatest incarnation of Bobby Lashley we've ever had, and I didn't appreciate it. I was. You never know what you. You never know what you have until it's gone, and that's that's right. exactly what happened with Bobby Lashley. Are are you telling me, Varo, that you miss Bobby Lashley's cheeks? Whoa, hey, yo, pause. Because that's that's what most of that gimmick was. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. Show him the pose. I just, I just missed Lashley. Lashley. Remember Lashley. that was Varo misses the pose. <laughs> By the way, I am definitely Quarantine, going to Lashley. get Leo Russ to say Marcos, Marcos, <laughs> over and over again. Uh, the next match was the SmackDown Women's Title match. I was surprised by this match. I didn't think Tamina was gonna look as good as she did. Um, but at no point did I think they were gonna put the title on her. I no. I thought you I thought they were gonna give her a push, you know, because AEW is giving Nyla Rose a push. Just just saying. But uh, <laughs> or, did they wanna? Did they, <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought they wanted to capitalize on the dark side of the ring episode. Sheesh. <laughs> also, if you haven't watched Dark Side of the Ring, you need to watch it. But Tamita is honestly not that bad of a not that bad of an in ring competitor. The issue is she's always gets she always gets injured. But nine times out of ten, if you're Samoan, you have some in ring ability. She does have in ring ability. I I was also shocked at of how good she looked in the match, but hopefully. If she stops getting injured so much, she can have a nice little run the next couple of years in WWE. I don't know what you guys think about that. I know Oscar recommended Dark Side of the Ring. Um, watch every episode except the Chris Jericho episode. The Chris Jericho, ep- I mean, not the Chris Jericho, the Chris Benoit episode. The Chris Benoit episode is fake news. <laughs> it's fake news, 100%. We all know who it was. <laughs> we all We're know not who gonna, it was. We're but not that's going to be me and Cal's later in our conspiracy <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like Los Marcos brings you conspiracies, but that's, that's should, somewhere down the line. We should do a conspiracy episode, and we should cover all the great conspiracies, like uh, Macho Man smashing Stephanie at seventeen. That's like <laughs> my favorite ones. Um, but you know, I know that we talk about Tamina looking very good, and Bailey got the win, but we all know who was looking very good at that in that match, and it was Sasha. Sasha, you you stole the show. 
Literally, he stole. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod, Sasha. Friend of the friend of the pod, Sasha Banks. You totally with your interference, with your leg kicks, just everything. She was perfect. I was very happy to see her in the match, and I just can't wait for her to turn on Bailey again and then beat Bailey for the title and then lose it the next night at the next paper. To Charlotte Flair. To Charlotte Flair. Who who (laughs) soon to have all three championships. And probably the Intercontinental belt as well, because <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I don't even know who holds that right now. Sammy. Sammy Zayn. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be Charlotte Flair then. But isn't yeah. there a rumor that there's rumors that WWE is gonna um limit crossover and then they might combine everything again? Yeah, I think they're doing um. Well, they started yesterday. It was like the interbrand interbrand challenge or some shit like that. But I think. Yeah, they want to kind of keep both rosters together on both shows just so they don't have to keep calling people up. Stuff like that. But um, Sami Zayn's going to drop the title too, I think. Because he's, yeah, he's not wrestling. It's Wild Card 2, Electric Bugaloo. <laughs> oh yeah, the Wild Card was a stupid idea. We all Wait, hated it. Is, is, he, is Sami not wrestling because he's uh, um, immunocompromised or because he just doesn't want to wrestle? I think he's. Uh, I don't know if he's immunocompromised, but um, he's quarantined. He's not gonna. He doesn't want to go out. What a pussy! <laughs> I mean, he's just living the Shea Guevara gimmick. What a pussy! Having other people do the work for you and taking the credit. I'm not. I'm not. A and then getting your face on shirts. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're talking to y'all. Hey, no, hey, no check, no check of our slander, man. No check of our slander. So, uh, the next was the men's WWE Universal Championship that we kind of spoke about earlier. Uh, Cal said that Braun Strowman has three moves of doom. Hundred percent correct. He put the mask on. That was cute. And then that that whole sequence went on for like a minute and a half. I feel it was too long. Too long. Too long. I was very happy though when the puppet showed up. The the puppets are the best thing. Like they they need their own show. Hey, so... Bray, finish them off. Finish them off, Bray. You can do it. <laughs> very good. I, you guys give car, car karaoke their own show. How do the puppets not have their own show? Just who, ha- my who had a, who had a show? Car the car karaoke where they just sing songs in the car on road trips. Is that a, yeah? But it, oh well, that's road isn't trip. that the that's road trip. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know what it's called. That's not the the James Corden show. Yeah, I thought, I I thought s- they just ripped off the James Corden. Oh, show. <laughs> my bad. I, I I just want I I just wanted to see the puppets on the road. I thought you were saying they gave Carl Anderson his own show, and I was like, yeah, he should never have his own show. I don't think Cucks season <laughs> one is, is available yet. Hashtag. <laughs> He just nah. wants people to pour. That's all I know. That I don't even know anything he does. Like honestly, all I know is he likes to show his wife off on the internet, and she probably sleeps with half the roster. Like that's all I know, bro. Damn. G1, G1, <laughs> G1 finalist. Come on. Look at my hot Asian wife. That's how he became a G1 finalist. <laughs> Here you go have my hot Asian wife. It was like it was like um Kai and Tai all over again. What did he tweet today? He tweeted something about like 62 days until I can tell you what happened. It's like, no, we know what happened. You suck and you got fired. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> now he wants to bring back uh, that Chad gimmick from the um 
the the radio show that that uh comedy thing they did with Cena. Nah, but that was funny though with um with with um with Fetus. Festus? Oh, too bad, Chad. You said Fetus. You said Festus? Oh hell no! Come on. No, nah, I always say Fetus. No, he said Fetus. If, 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 if R always corrects me, I'm never gonna get that right. And it's not even on. It's on purpose now, but it's not really. <laughs> said Fetus. <laughs> I hope they bring Blame it, it on the White Claw. That's right, White Claw. Only 100 <laughs> calories. <laughs> Have you heard of Afterpay? <laughs> oh, yeah, he said, listen, we had a decision to make in September of 2019. We clearly made the wrong one. In 68 days at midnight on the big Doc Gallows, I guess that's his radio show, or he said, the big Doc Gallows and I will talk all about it. Nobody really cares, dude. How many you, this guy, nobody cares about Carl, listen. He's speaking to the... Hey guys, can I get a too sweet? Guys in the world, you know. That's, that's who he's directing it to. You know they're going to listen. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> but yeah, Bray, uh, Bray White and... Uh, what's this guy's name? Braun Strowman. <laughs> nah, for, very forgettable, as you can see. <laughs> easy, easy pass. Yo, then, who's got Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift going on in the background <laughs> over there, bro? What's up? Got dirt bikes going down. Down the block. Oh, that's Brooklyn. My bad. Harlem, I live in the Harlem. Brooklyn. Harlem is healing. Oh, that's not Brooklyn. That's, is Oscar? Is that your house? That's Oscar. Yeah. If you if you go to where Varo lives, that ain't happening by where Varo lives. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Oh, it's suburban Kells, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So he's not. He doesn't have outside noises like that anymore. I'm not the Burnside bully anymore. <laughs> I'm now the uh, East Orange executioner. <laughs> I have moved to. The great state of New Jersey, where not only do you have to wear a mask, but you also need to wear gloves when you go into the store. You don't let you in. So, you know, it's not very fun. Damn, you got to wear gloves, too. Bro, it's it's a pain that in the sucks. ass, bro. It's, 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 I don't know what's going on. I, I wear my signed Seattle Miedo mask everywhere I go, by the way. From Pentagon Junior, shout out Jacinto. You wear you wear a lucha mask to the store. It says no mask, no service. I just <laughs> change up my mask. I also walk into who's that jumping in the store? Oh come on! Whoa! I want to pull a Baron oh. Corbin and throw uh, Oscar off this pod right now. Shit. <laughs> Um, what was after uh, Strowman and Wyatt? Was it we had Rollins McIntyre. and McIntyre? And Rollins with his new uh, theme song that I don't like. So The Monday Night Messiah. His chest was looking extra sweaty, too. You could tell he sprayed water or oil all over himself before he came out. I don't know. That's because he had a little pre-match warm-up with Becky Lynch. That that comes that comes later. Um, <laughs> what did you think of the match, Bar? I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. McIntyre looked good once again. I like the um like I said I like this uh, respectful McIntyre gimmick. How he shakes his opponent hands at the end of the matches and stuff like that. And he's very polite. Yeah, I I kind of zoned out during this match <laughs> and click click back in like maybe like three minutes before the finish. So what I saw was good, but I'm I'm I think the match was good though like. But I just zoned out for some reason, and uh, 
I just watched the the ending, but I'm I'm probably gonna go back and rewatch it. No, it was pretty good. Um, it was like McIntyre got his offense in, and then Rollins attacked the leg, and then Drew sold like the leg injury the whole match. Okay. And then Rollins went for the curb stomp, and then that's when McIntyre picked his head up, and then. Hit him with the he hit him with the super kick and then McIntyre did the claymore, which I like that finish. It was pretty. It looked it looked seamless. Whenever Rollins goes in the air on the uh, curb stomp, it looks really good. Not as good as the WrestleMania with Randy Orton, but it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you could top that. That five was close. Off the shoulder into F five. Oh yeah, 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 that one. Yeah. But that RKO man, that that shit was that was nasty. I. Uh, um, I would say it was probably the match of the night besides uh, the Money in the Bank match. Well, as part, like, what do you mean? Like, as part, as far as, like, pure wrestling? Yeah, I think it was. Because I don't know what they would think, to be honest. Like, the whole, like, this whole pay-per-view, I feel like, was very, like, eh. Like, you didn't really miss anything. Like, that, just, like, to open up a pay-per-view like this with Jeff Hardy and Cesaro is, like, you're letting us know what the rest of the night is. And they were banking on that whole, like, match at the same time, which, I don't know. What would you guys think of that with the, like, both titles at the same time in the last match? I didn't mind it. Um, I was kind of hoping they would uh, kind of get in each other's way a little more than just what they did with the Baron Corbin and Oscar thing. But the, I, I, I thought the whole match was great, like, I was laughing like the whole time, cracked me up. Obviously, not much wrestling, wrestling in it, but the spots that they had were funny. Like the Vince McMahon in his office, that was that was hilarious. And the little spray with the hand sanitizer after they leave, that shit was funny. I I know that was a dig at like what he does all the time, but I don't know what is there like a specific moment where he did that that it became internet lore. What, the hand sanitizer? Yeah, because I know he does it all the time. But I, I don't know when it became like a thing on the internet. I, I think, I feel like he's okay now. A little more with, he, he can like kind of like laugh at himself now. Because remember the the Funhouse match with the puppet, this is such good shit. Like he kind of plays on himself a little more now. Maybe he's a little less uptight or he's like, fuck it. Like, what would I have to lose at this point? I already lost the XFL two times. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Because also during the um, Triple H 25th anniversary thing, he just said a lot of failures that were like his his fault and uh, Triple H's fault. Yeah, I, I I just think he's like whatever. Like, let me have some fun. And then the whole the going back in to push chairs in that's also apparently a thing that he makes people do, which I think is just etiquette. Like, if you go to somebody's office and you sit down, you put the chair back in when you leave. Yeah, that's that should be at every office you go yeah. to. I hate it when people do that. But um, yeah, I mean, what other spots did you guys like from that from the Money in the Bank match? Well, there was there was two murders on TV, and nobody acknowledged it. Oh uh, well, they didn't have announcers. But yeah, well, I... they should have because <laughs> Corey Corey was on fire the whole night. He was he was on fire. And Cole was pretty good. I, you know, I, I it's kind of funny when you watch Cole and when like wrestlers go to the table, he always does this like awkward little move to get out the way, and then he's like st- stands in the corner. He's like, 
and Braun Strowman just threw Bray Wyatt through the table. And he's like, he doesn't like move completely away. <laughs> he stands there in this awkward position, kind of like like what a woman would do if like a like a mouse like ran over her foot or something. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I was like, what is wrong with him? You can just move back, dude. <laughs> to be stuck there. Probably can't jump over the barricade. That's probably it. Well, he is Jack. <laughs> Michael Cole is Jack, though. Is he? So, yeah, remember those pictures that came out of him being all jacked? He lost all that weight. No, I, don't, I haven't seen that. I just remember him from that match he had with a. Who do you have a WrestleMania match with? Wasn't it with John Cena? Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, with Lawler. Also, the pictures of Michael Cole were a deep fake. Oh, no, they weren't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler, aka Ramen Swanton Bomb, or whatever he said. <laughs> The ramen bomb. I, I've been saying Jerry the King Lawler needs to be taken off uh, commentary for the past twenty years, and I nope. still that statement. Nope, <laughs> nope. That was great. Give me the puppy. show me the puppies. I love that. Oscar's the only person apparently in the nineties who did not like the Divas matches in WWE, who did not like Braun and Panties matches. Oscar was the only person. Remember Varro? Oh, Braun and Panties match. Let me change the channel and watch D Malenko. Let me watch this headlock. Let me watch this headlock game. Forward, <laughs> especially today in this dire situation we're in, I could. There's eight thousand million OnlyFans pages I can subscribe to if I want to see Brian panties. <laughs> not, I'm not going to watch. The only person that makes me stay is Stacy Keebler. If it ain't Stacy Keebler, it ain't for me, Jack. Oscar's like. Stacy, he's he's like, oh, Brian Payne's match. Who have you seen? Billy Kim is four fifty. That's even way better. Like, get out of here with that crap. WCW for life. I don't know about that, but what I do know is that is that all of the fat marks um, were probably very happy on Sunday to see that Otis um, won the title. I mean, the Money in the Bank suitcase. But let me let you, uh, Fat Marks, in on a little secret. Otis is not going to keep the, the the briefcase because AJ Styles and Brian Corbin are probably going to complain about the fact that they both had it in their hand and there will probably be a triple threat match at the next pay-per-view where, Otis, you will lose the Money in the Bank briefcase. So our excitement is probably short-lived. And let me just point out that I was right about Otis and Tucker being one of that. They were going to be one of the biggest one-sided tag teams ever after they split. And I was right. No one cares about Tucker anymore. And Otis is now just Otis. They forgot about heavy machinery. Otis got, Otis got think... Mandy Rose, bro. Like This, this guy won. Like, that's it. Honestly, when Otis won, it's probably the loudest I've yelled since... I don't. I might. I might say like the early 2010s, probably when Punk won. I yelled Chucky really, <laughs> really loud. Fucking I think Otis that. is going to get a title run. It will be short, like Christian's title run, but I feel like he will actually get a title run. Really? Mainly because Vince McMahon at this point, like Varro said, just doesn't care. They will give him a title run in the open in the closed venue of the performance center 
and he will probably win at the next pay-per-view and lose the next night. Even though he's a SmackDown guy. Because they all get recorded at the same freaking time anyway, so that's what I feel is going to happen. I don't... Not yet. Because they, they still have to do The Fiend and Strowman. I... Can't really, he can't really. I don't know. It wouldn't look real. Him beating Strowman or uh, he's a three hundred thirty like, pound machine. Ball of fat. He's a machine. <laughs> Have you seen his workouts with Chad Gable? He's a machine. No, he's fat, but he's a machine. Stay and, he, and he was over. That's the he thing. Like guy's strong. He's over. I think they're gonna either they're gonna wait for everything to open back up, or they're gonna give him a quick little totter run here. I I, I kind of agree with Kells. I think they're just gonna either Styles or probably Styles. I don't see Corbin, but I think Styles is gonna get the money in the bank briefcase. It's gonna be like an Edge and who did he, he took it from Mister Kennedy? Remember when Kennedy won, and then the next night Edge beat him for the briefcase. I think that's, oh, that's what's gonna happen. Well, that's because Kennedy had beef with 8 trillion people backstage. I think he got hurt for like the 100th time. Well, that too. But yeah. he remember, that's why he left the company. His beef with Orton. Yeah. He had beef with Cena. I, I just, I, I feel like for once they're not going to have the, oh, like the stu- like the Royal Rumble where who, who hit his feet first, all this other stuff. I think they're going to let Fat Boy run with it. Hey, you might be right, but, you know, we won't know till Friday night. We're recording, what, Tuesday night? I don't even, I, I don't even know the recording schedule. And then, um, I guess that leads us to the women's match, which is cool. I mean, I love that they both went on at the same time. Uh, my favorite part was Brother Love, honestly, because I'm a <laughs> big, I'm a big Bruce Pritchard mark. Yeah. Uh, Asuka started off hot, jumping off the top, the whatever that was. And like they, we talked about the spots with Nia Jax and everything. Um, I feel like the right person won that match. Yeah, for sure. So, I think. But I was thinking it was either going to be Asuka or it was going to be Shayna Baszler. But Shayna Baszler, I don't know what she did that Vince just hates her now. But she's having matches with Natalia now, so... She does not have a push coming anytime soon. Because her vampire gimmick didn't work. That's why. Yeah, I mean, it was dumb. Like, <laughs> that was stupid. It was very stupid. Hey, Oscar. I was going to tell you. You know those the Vince Carters? They have them um, on Nike.com for 40% off, right? They got my size? White and red for 89 bucks, thirteen Size 13. On there right now. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know why, uh, I honestly don't know why Dana Brooke was in that match. She's improved a lot, but we all know who that spot should have gone to. Who? The best women's competitor right now. Uh, who? From who? Jersey. Liv Morgan. Oh. oh, please. Get out of here. You said the baddest? Been improving. Yeah, but I think Dana was put there for a test to see if she could 
handle the spotlight and make the most of her situation. I think that she she was probably one of the best people in that cinematic skit. She was really funny. Yeah, I thought it was just she was put in there for like comedic reasons, just to give us the laughs. She should come out with a gimmick where she's looking for compensation, like workman's comp. Yeah, that's what she should do. Yeah, <laughs> she should pull Can a Christian. Working. Pull a Christian. I'm going to sue the WWE. <laughs> there was no wet floor sign on the floor, so she has a case. She has a case. Yeah. Then her grabbing the briefcase in the conference room was funny. For a second, I thought they were actually going to let her win. Because they were playing like this uh, inspiring soundtrack in the back of it. And then what other other spots from the women? Um, trying to think. Asuka was funny through the whole thing. Just running around yelling, dancing. The food fight was funny. I don't know. The whole, the whole match was good. I liked it. I'm not mad at it. And I thought before this, um, before that, the men's match, I thought it was going to be one of the weaker Money in the Bank ladder matches. Like, based off the contestants, I didn't see where... I'm glad they did a cinematic one, because I think if it was in the ring, it wouldn't have been as good. Like, the spot like the spot monkeys weren't there. Um, I don't know. I just, I just didn't like... The thought of those competitors in the regular Money in the Bank match wasn't appealing to me. Well, I think that's why they did it where they did it because yeah. it was like, what are you gonna do? The, like in the ring, that match doesn't work at all for either, and it doesn't even sound that interesting. But adding the whole like, oh, we're gonna run through the office building and there's gonna be like fan service because that's really what it was. It was a fan service pay per view essentially. That's why Otis got the briefcase. But from a wrestling standpoint, that would have been a very weak finale, yeah. as you said. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about last uh, Monday Night's Raw's big news. Becky Lynch will be leaving WWE because she's going to go be a mother. Once again, Seth Rollins ruins a career. (laughs) He ruins Sting's career. He broke John Cena's nose. And now he ruins Becky's career. But shout out to Becky for beating Ronda and becoming pregnant first. (laughs) So... You know, do you mean a new AEW signee to come? The man they call Sting? That's Sting? He's Wait, he's going to AEW? That's what the rumor mills are talking about. What? Stings? <laughs> Who the fuck? For Who what? the fuck wants to sign Sting? <laughs> Sting's new WWE figure was removed because he is no longer under contract with WWE. His Legends deal expired. And the second that was announced, Cody Rhodes tweeted that whole when he does the Hulk Hogan ear thing. So that's what the new rumor mill is talking about. I mean, if you sign Jake the Snake Roberts to do creepy promos and all he does is DDP yoga, I feel like Sting would be a, a, a Sting could be a good asset because I, I think he could do DDP yoga better than Jake the Snake. He also wasn't on camera smoking crack for like a whole documentary. <laughs> <laughs> But really, I, th- I think I think we will let our feelings know about how we feel about Sting. You know, okay, who cares? He signs with AEW. So, it's not a we, it's Yatu. What? It's, it's not a we thing, it's just you and Varro. 
Well, you know how me and Varro feel about like dark Satanist gimmicks. We this is it's played out, B. It's played out. Is now, if that was shooting, like shooing people off with a black cane instead of a black bat this time. <laughs> now, if Sting came out in like Rick Owens Geo baskets, then that'd be completely different. Like, okay, he's got a Rick Owens gimmick. All right, you know, this is going places. Oh, but you know, it's like you're the Raven. Like, when when, when did that Bruce Lee Sons movie come out? Like ninety four. Come on, bro. It's been two, how many years? And you still acting like the crow? Realistically, is his life that bad for him to be all depressed and angry at people? I don't think so. But you know what's going to happen. He'll probably have a match with Cody. They'll have some chicanery, an interference. The dog will get scared. <laughs> and, you know, it'll be a terrible match like always. So, yeah, shout no, out to AEW. No shout out to Cody Rhodes for being a terrible dog owner. <laughs> Fuck, the fucking dog's got PTSD. <laughs> Why would you take your dog near fireworks that loud? Like, what the hell's wrong with him? That. See, nobody can call Vince McMahon an animal hater because he's never done that. So. Think, and it'll spend worst... money on pyro. Yeah, what's the worst well, animal actually, gimmick in WWE? Well, well, Big Boss Man did cook a dog. <laughs> so, but Chinese people do that every day, so I don't see what wow. the problem is. All right. <laughs> COVID. Wait, couldn't, am I? Is that couldn't like, is that like a? Is, is that is that like a, a racist joke? I'm sorry. No, it's factual. Whatever, whatever your country likes as a delicacy, the Mar- Los Marcos are cool with it. <laughs> that is our disclaimer for whatever you guys want to eat. It's your culture, baby. Just go we eat chopped cheese over here. Um, Oscar, you want to give us an update on AEW? I have not watched. So Maybe right I've now, watched like two AEW matches since they since that pay per view we went to. So uh, AEW right now, what they're doing uh, before they just started having live shows again. Jericho and Tony Schiavone were great on the announce team. Uh, Jericho just shit on the whole roster basically, besides. The Inner Circle, which I feel was great. They're having a tournament to crown a TNT champion. Right now, the, uh, the final match is going to be, I think, next week or at the big pay-per-view. It's going to be Lance Archer versus Cody Rhodes. Lance Archer has been has been all over the world, came back to the U.S. He's almost like the, he's almost like this generation's Dr. Death Steve Williams. Hopefully, he doesn't get knocked out like a, by a bum like Bart Gunn in a shoot fight. But it seems like they're they're going the right direction. Uh, the champions Moxley they debuted Brody Lee as the leader of the Dark, um, forgot what they're called the right dark now. Dark Order. The Dark Order. So I love that because the internet was going crazy with it being Matt Hardy. I, I'm sick as I've said earlier in this pod. I I'm sick of Matt Hardy and his uh silly gimmicks. Just pick one. Hopefully, Money Matt. Uh, I don't know what his Demetrius, where he's like eight trillion years old, Demar, whatever the f- hell it is, Demarcus. Oh, uh, that's pretty much it. I said that's the main things that keep me watching are the Dark Order with Brody Lee making fun of Vince McMahon every single step of the way. Uh, Moxley's been a great champion, and they're just having great matches. Other than uh, Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes, which was a phenomenal matchup, except for when. Cody beat him with the roll-up that Darby's Allen shoulder was up on the one count. Oh, yeah. I watched that. The finish was garbage. 
Darby Allen, um, a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, unlike some other people, but that's neither either here nor there. Is the AEW women division still trash? Uh, I I like their women's division. Wait, is it a women's division or wait? Never mind. Don't. <laughs> I like their women's division. Um, I'm all about people and the preferred pronouns. <laughs> What? Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, I feel, is going to have a monumental push. She's still She's waiting for her push? She was supposed to be the face of that division. They they had to play politics. You, you're a new company. You got to do what's politically correct. It's called pandering, ladies and gentlemen. It's called pandering. You have to give the people what they want. No, no, no. Not the people what they want. The liberal SJWs what they want. As a liberal social justice <laughs> warrior... Kells and I saw my reaction at that pay-per-view. All right. I was... <laughs> I think I was happy, but mainly to spite Varro. <laughs> I was trying to get on the Titantron for my reaction. It's always called a Titantron, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what organization you're talking about. It's a Titantron. <laughs> Frankly, I don't want to risk my federal job, so <laughs> I'm just going to say I was not happy with Nyla Rose winning the title because she's not that good of a wrestler. And I'll leave it at that. She's not. She, she really she really isn't. Is a machine. Who's better, Nia Jackson, Nyla Rose? Damn, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't know. I, I think I have to say Nia Jackson because I've seen her have one good match. And Nyla Rose, I've never seen have a good match, though. By default, I would have to pick Nia Jax. Hmm. But Jericho's doing commentary, Oscar, you said? He was doing commentary uh, until this week when it went back to live. Uh, Jim Ross came back. And uh, Jim Ross and the mask guy, who I always forget his name. Oh, Excalibur, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. So it went back to the regular three-man booth, but it was just Jericho and Tony Schiavone holding it down. Oh, Archer's five and zero currently right now. See, this is why it's good to look at have overall wins and losses. I, I do like the <laughs> wins and losses, even though I, I made fun of it when it first came out. It's cool to see people's records. I mean, it, it'd be nice to see in WWE R Truth having like a career record of like one hundred and <laughs> one hundred wins and like fourteen million losses, which it's cool to see. <laughs> MJF is eight and one. Jesus Christ! He's MJF is still cutting great promos from home. He just came back uh, this past week. Uh, I was wrong about him. I'm. I was only mad, obviously, as I've said before, because of the fake Burberry scarf. But uh, Varo, Varo, and Kells both saw money from him. I was a little late to the party, but he is probably going to be their marquee wrestler, in, I would say the next twelve months. Is he hurt? Uh, he, he was hurt, but I think it was a fake injury because he was. It was like he was just making fun of it the whole time. Man, I knew I knew MJF was gonna be a goat when we were at that house show, man, and like told that little he told he called that little kid fat and told him to get away from him. Like, I was like, "Well, this is a goat!" Like he's like he'll even like before the show starts, like great. Oh, and uh, Sammy Guevara had like the best moment in AEW history when he got hit by the. Golf cart by Kenny Omega. Oh, I if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't that. watched that, it's hilarious. Sammy Guevara looks like Jordi El Nino La Porra. 
And if you don't know who that is, just Google. And Sammy Guevara, <laughs> I, 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 I like how they're doing this with the young talent. Sammy Guevara is someone else with MJF, uh, early to mid-20s. I think that they're just going to take over the wrestling world. And especially because they have, basically they have Chris Jericho there tutoring all of these young wrestlers. And even though I made fun of them, Jake, the Snake Roberts, Arn Anderson, they have all these guys that could teach them the ropes. Hopefully they get Sting and they'll be, they'll be must-see TV. I don't really watch NXT. Killer Cross is the only reason I even slightly care about NXT. I don't know what you guys have to say about NXT. Nah, NXT is good, man. Isn't his name Carrying Cross? Carrying Cross. I refuse to call him by his corporate name. <laughs> fire, fire ass entrance. Yeah, very good entrance. He's got he's got the baddest chick in the game wearing his chain. <laughs> that I can't remember. Well, let me see. Wait, oh, they got uh, Santana and Ortiz, the Bronx finest, against uh, Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega. So, Peg leg that's Hardy. Tom- that's tomorrow. No, NXT has been good. Like I've I've been watching it a little more now just because I'm that bored. Um, the cruiserweight can't, uh, interim tournament they have is going on. It's pretty good. I'm still hoping that um, what's this guy's name? Short English guy, Craig Maverick. I'm still hoping that you know him getting fired was a work and he's gonna be like the Cinderella story of the cruiserweight tournament. Um, wasn't I, he crying on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he cried because he got fired. Yeah, Vince is definitely not bringing him back. <laughs> it's Triple H's show. It's not Vince's show. It don't matter. Vince ain't bringing his ass back. <laughs> um, Keith Lee still star in the making. Adam Cole, great NXT champion, great run so far. Finn Balor's back. If you were a Finn Balor fan and you hated what he did on the main roster. So you can start watching him again because he's he's cutting good promos. He's a heel again. Um, good shit from Balor. Uh, Velveteen Cream was recently in a scandal, but I think he got hacked. And um, yeah, I think that's it for NXT. How, how old was the girl again? I don't know. She was in high school, I think. Apparently, but oh. I think he got hacked or something. So I don't know because he wouldn't have had a match like two days later. On live TV or whatever. And then women's division NXT. I'm trying to think who's the women's champion. Oh, Charlotte. Uh, that's, that sucked. Rhea Ripley should have beat her at WrestleMania. But yeah, that's NXT. If you want wrestling, wrestling. Watch NXT. Pretty good matches. And um, yeah, that's NXT. Anything else you guys want to add? Hmm. No, I'm wa- I'm watching this uh, Nyla Rose championship about who her challengers are. It's Penelope Ford chick. You know. Did, did we see me her at ROH? Is that who we saw? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She. Okay. Yeah. She yeah I remember. I remember her name. She's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, she wasn't bad when we saw her there. I want to go they, to another I, ROH show, or at least like I, I, I just want to go to an indie show. I just want to go to AEW shows. Hmm. <laughs> Especially I'm when good. the man they call Sting comes back. Last time we went to an AEW show, we got traumatized. So <laughs> I don't want to get traumatized again because I'm actually enjoying wrestling at the moment. We had a good time. We had tacos. Like Everything other, everything other than the marks wasn't too bad. 
Yeah, so the marks that trip. was bad, 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 Ch- bad. Chicago, by the way, was a nice little city. Thank you for everyone that showed us hospitality out there. Word. We hope we'll be hopefully we do another wrestling trip. Probably not for an AEW show because the guys are scarred. But our pizza's still better. But um, yeah, our pizza's still better. Your Mexican food is straight fire, but our pizza and your Puerto Rican food is oh, fire. Puerto Rican. I'm mad we went there and had better Puerto Rican food than here. But it is what it is. Yeah, like like I said, I I told the guys before we before we even bought the tickets. I'm like, oh, we gotta go get this Puerto Rican food first thing, and that's the first thing we did. Thankfully. Uh, yeah, we'll be at um, we'll be at Wrestle Kingdom or whatever the (laughs) hell that thing's called. (laughs) (laughs) 2022, baby, because that's probably when this quarantine is gonna get lifted in New York. Maybe that quarantine. Maybe they'll do like a VR Quarantine. event. I have the PSVR headset, so I'll be there. Nah, no, no broke <laughs> boy, no broke boy VR trips here, baby. <laughs> oh, interesting. If there is anything that you guys want to add, apparently there isn't some. This has nothing to do with anything wrestling related, but an eleven-year-old just did a ten eighty. So, Tony Hawk, you are no longer the king of the vert spin. So. Oh, shit. But shout out to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which has come back out in September. So. Coming back out yeah. in September. Pre-orders are available <laughs> now from your local gaming retailers. And please, folks, support your local mom and pop shops. Down with GameStop. I'm all about my digital orders. I don't <laughs> fuck with that. And- Yo, I pay $50. Now I'm going to get $15 when I bring it back. That is a crime. You know what else is a crime? <laughs> Paying $50 up front for anything, honestly. There's a way to break that cycle. It's huh. called Afterpay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I mean, uh, you mean to four... tell me with four easy payments? <laughs> oh, wow. You guys are cut Afterpay promos now? <laughs> with four interest-free payments spread out two weeks apart, you, too, can own those sneakers you want. The bag your girl wants. The TV that you guys need for your new household. Interesting. And it doesn't affect my credit? <gasps> no credit checks necessary. It's almost like all the furniture stores in the hoods that we all live in. If you <laughs> want more info, actually open. just go to afterpay.com. <laughs> all right. You guys, are, you guys are shills. <laughs> Disgusting shills. We are the shills known as Los Marcos. <laughs> shout out Anchor. Shout out Spotify. Are we gonna be back next week, Varo, or do you? Or do you? Are you gonna quit again, like you did? I don't know. Soccer's back on Saturday and Sunday, so. What? What's back? The Bundesliga. I don't what even know what that is. That? Why are you making German? <laughs> the German soccer league is back on Saturday. Man, get the get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Who are you get rooting it. for? Mein Kampf versus for, uh, versus Puma? For Bayer Leverkusen. Bro, if it, if it ain't Bayern Munich, it don't matter, gang, gang. <laughs> that's, that's, Bayern Munich is the yellow and black team, right? No, nah, that's uh, Borussia Dortmund. That's the hipster team because they had, the, they had um, I don't know, Christian Pulisic, the U.S. guy. So all the all the U.S. soccer hipsters jumped on that bandwagon. I'm going to keep it 100, bro. Just That soccer shit is whack. Just, 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 <laughs> just, get, just get rid of it, bro. You know how much time I have on the weekends now? I used to watch like 10 hours of soccer Saturday and Sunday. 
And now I just have nothing to do. So weird. It's time to watch ten hours of professional wrestling. Fuck fuck coronavirus, man. (laughs) 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 Yeah, hopefully you and yours have been have been safe and healthy during this time. That's true. And we'll see when we podcast again. Hopefully it doesn't it's not cause it's a another disease, I mean virus or you know pandemic, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. No, I trust we'll I I trust we'll be back next week. So hit us on the Instagram, hit us on the Twitter, you know where to find us. If you got hate, I want all the smoke. We want smoke. We want smoke. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Los Marcos Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are out. Peace.